Hi, everyone. Welcome to Amateur Spice, episode nine? Ten. Ten. Oh We're at God. ten already. That's crazy. This is like a legit whole thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like a whole, this could be, if, if we were doing like seasons or whatever, this would be like a season. Wow. I was thinking about doing seasons, but fuck it, let's just keep going. Yeah, like what, what? We even categorize that in. I stop. Why, I just know. keep going. <laughs> I think so. This is fun. I'm having fun. I hope Ooh. everyone who's who's still listening is having fun. We have some people that listen. It seems like every week. Yeah, it's well, very thanks. nice. Thank <laughs> you guys. Um, and yeah, this is great. I like doing this. Ten. <laughs> God damn, that's crazy. I know. That's why we're gonna do a Q and A today. The yeah. big one zero. So. Yeah. We were like, what questions do you guys have for us? Yeah, just kind of like a fun one. I don't know about your questions, but I know all the ones I have are like definitely sex work related. And then I came up with a few too. One is just fun. And then one's about the podcast. (laughs) So mine are mostly about us, I think. Some of them are sex related, but... Yeah, most of them are kind of like a little personal, so that could be fun. I like personal questions. Yeah. I love talking about myself. Right? Um, <laughs> thank you to everyone who met, replied to my Instagram story or messaged me on OnlyFans. I really appreciate it. I had someone who asked me a lot of questions, um, so I really appreciate that person in particular. So yeah, we're ready thank to uh, to ready. dish. What's your favorite food slash meal? Oh boy, the hard questions already. <laughs> I know. I came out of the gate with that. Um, in college, I was known as being the mac and cheese bitch. Like people shared mac and cheese recipes with me all the time because that's just like all I ate and all I talked about. But then I feel like after I graduated, I became a Chipotle bitch and I just ate at Chipotle like almost every single day. So I love Chipotle. It's so fucking good. And honestly, nowadays I feel like I crave pizza more than anything. Maybe it's because I don't have it as much as I used to, but I'm definitely always like could go for a good pizza right now. (laughs) I feel you. Mine is probably like any breakfast meal. I fuck with breakfast so hard. Like I love that brunch. Disclaimer, I don't like eggs. That's like the only thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They're just like salty gushers to me. It freaks me out. I can't do it. I'm weird. Yeah, I like scrambled tofu. So sometimes I eat that with like a bunch of shit in it. Um, And that's like a really good breakfast for me is like scrambled tofu. It's like some bacon and veggies or like a big pancake or a waffle with whipped cream or biscuits and gravy because that shit Mm -hmm. is fucking delicious. Um, so yeah, any breakfast meal with like a fat mimosa and coffee is my ideal meal, I think. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love a fat brunch so bad. I'm going to get brunch after this. Nice. Yeah. I, I used to get brunch every Sunday and then COVID happened. And then my favorite diner that I went to every Sunday closed during COVID. And it was the most tragic thing. Yeah. Breakfast for sure. Favorite meal or the thin crust pizza from Domino's because that is also delicious. Dip it in the garlic sauce. Mm -hmm. Whenever I got Domino's, it would be a thin crust. It's the best. I'm not, I don't know. Thick crust sometimes. When pizza's too much, it's too much for me. I'm basic sometimes when it comes to food. I don't like like too much. I have weird like sensory shit with food. So if it's too saucy or too doughy or too cheesy, (laughs) the more like crackery, the better. (laughs) 
I just can't do too saucy, but I don't mind some crust. Don't mind some cheese. I love a deep dish. I'm not going to lie. I love a deep dish, even though I feel like those are more saucy. So I do get hard, yeah. but there's something about it. They're so good. I feel like it's kind of like lasagna y more. Mm. I fucking love lasagna. Um, how has sex work impacted your confidence? Do you think you're more or less confident now? Mm-hmm. I think that I, it kind of has ebbed and flowed a little bit, I would say, but for the most part, I am more confident. Um, I'm definitely more confident in the sense that I'm more confident about my sexuality. Um, I really didn't understand the extent of my queerness until I started sex work. Like I knew I was queer, but like, I didn't know how, you know, I didn't really explore that in any way until I started sex work. Um, so I'm more confident about that and about how I express my sexuality, whether it's through my platform with my job or in public, I don't really care that much anymore about how other people perceive me in public. Like I, I'm the main character now, you know, like I don't really think about what other people think of me as much anymore because I've, I've really put myself out there. The most a human being really can at this point, mm-hmm. you know, like pictures of my vagina are on the internet. Like <laughs> that's, that's it, you know, I've done it. So it really has kind of opened up a really great avenue to like not give a fuck about what other people think about me. And as someone who like really used to give a fuck about what other people think about me, um, that's really awesome. So I think for the most part, it has made it a lot better. There are definitely some days where I'm a lot more aware of the fact that I am perceived by a lot of people and how I look is perceived by a lot of people. And that will really affect how I feel about how I look some days and like, I'll get upset about how I look because of that or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that would still happen to me, even if I didn't do sex work. So I'd say I'm more confident because of it. Yeah. I think I'm basically the same. (laughs) Like I definitely overall feel more confident. Like, I don't know. There's something about people paying money to see your holes. That just gives you a little confidence boost. Um, So that helps. But I definitely, like you said, there are days where I guess I'm not confident in my sexuality because I feel just like so objectified sometimes like some days I'm like, just don't perceive me, please. Thank you so much. There are also days where like, I'm like, I feel like a baggy clothes, comfy type of person. So like there are days where I need to make content and, or want to make content and something quote unquote cute for TikTok. But all I do is wear t-shirts. So some days I don't feel very confident because I'm like, I kind of look lazy, but I kind of am lazy. <laughs> but I'm like, eh, I don't look like cute sex worker, like ready to go. So I feel like sometimes that makes me feel a little like, oh, I'm not even like good enough for doing this job. But then I just tell myself, shut up. I put up on some makeup and do put on a cute shirt. I'm like, no, I'm great. I'm cute. I'm good at this. (laughs) Yeah, definitely for the most part, it's increased it. Yeah. Makes you more confident in like, what you're doing too because like you're gonna get a lot of praise and you're gonna get a lot of hate and it's literally that for anything (laughs) yeah yeah I feel like I just rambled I hope that made sense (laughs) no that made perfect sense like the part about like having it 
like just mess with your, like having to be objectified, like messing with that. Like, I feel like it kind of, I'm getting a tattoo like coming up that I kind of just like think will look cool, but kind of is like a statement on that, that just like is important to me. It's like a mirror, but it's a lady's face. That's like a little, like, like blurred, like kind of blurred, like fucked up a little bit. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Just because like, I feel like there are some days where you look in the mirror, like after having to look at like pictures of yourself and videos of yourself every single day, we are like, mm-hmm. damn, like, what the fuck do I even look like? You know? Yeah. I definitely see that. There are some days where I'm like, damn, I look so hot. And there are definitely times where I'm editing my content and I'm like, these are the ugliest pictures I've ever taken. <laughs> like the more, I guess I do see pictures of myself, the more I get okay with it. And even if it's something I don't love, my fans always end up loving it anyway. Like I always just post it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that like also getting that feedback from other people, I think on the internet has helped my confidence a lot too. It just like does mm-hmm. feel good to have like people tell you you're attractive and stuff, you know, like as shallow as you sound. don't love. <laughs> yeah. Like it, I think that that's helped a lot too. Like I, yeah. Yeah. More confident. Yes. That's a good question. Thank mm-hmm. you. Whoever asked it. Um, pet peeves about potential partners. Uh, they're really condescending and gaslighty. I don't know. Don't like that shit. Yeah. That's kind of the big one for me too. Like, don't talk to me like I'm dumb. Don't talk down to me. Like, don't be a misogynistic asshole. I feel (laughs) like. Yeah. I don't like someone who's like messy too. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I guess like messy's fine, but like not dirty. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Cause I, I was going to say like, I am messy, but there's also only a certain point I will allow myself to get to. Exactly. So like, it can't cross that point. <laughs> right. That's, that's it. Um, I don't know. I would say we've both been in a long-term relationship. So I feel like it's hard for us to think of Someone, yeah <laughs> someone who just like doesn't let me be myself or express myself I don't know I've been in a relationship where I felt like I couldn't like dress certain ways or like mm-hmm. be friends with certain people or like do certain things without getting in trouble and like I don't fuck with that at all so like just someone who feels like they they can like control me in any way uh, yeah definitely that when that actually reminds me like when I first started like getting more serious about sex work and was thinking about making that an OnlyFans, I was dating someone, the relationship literally only lasted a month, okay, like, it wasn't very long, but he was, like, not thrilled with the fact that I was thinking about that, so maybe that's why things ended, who really knows, I don't care, literally was such a little blip on my radar, but yeah, I was like, uh, okay, like, that should have been my red sign, red red sign red flag right there to like leave <laughs> yeah I put up a lot of shit I feel like <laughs> I don't know like re- redacted, be redacted. be respectful of my boundaries and my feelings yeah I also validate my feelings sometimes like if I say something I'm like hey I know this sounds like fucking crazy I just need you to know what my brain is at like don't be like you're fucking crazy yeah <laughs> right yeah just like just support me be there don't be an asshole that's pretty much it um chew with your mouth closed (laughs) don't burp a lot in front of me like it's okay to burp every so often but don't like be gross oh I don't care about burping just please don't constantly fart (laughs) yeah yeah I don't like potty stuff 
I don't know. I don't like bathroom humor either. I'm prissy. I am definitely more like I think potty humor and stuff is way funnier than my partner does. <laughs> I don't like poop jokes. They're not. Funny. I definitely like when we first started dating, <laughs> ready to poop with the door open. He was not about that. <laughs> I was like, okay, sorry. I won't. <laughs> Favorite Pokemon? I mean, I have Pikachu and Ivysaur tattooed on me. So I feel like I have to say one of them. I do love Ivysaur because I love me some dinosaurs and some plants. And they remind me of just like a little plant dino. So I guess I'll just say Ivysaur. <laughs> oh, cute. Um, are you going to be mad if I say Mr. Mime? <laughs> <laughs> no he's so yes, i'm upset <laughs> he's so creepy and i like it and i love that he's like ash's mom's like little servant <laughs> i feel like i can't be mad because my like favorite character in animal crossing is coco and everyone thinks they're creepy so great. yeah no i fucks with mr mime um i also really like um the what's the one star 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 you the little the little star yeah, yeah i like star you he, he's cute and I, I watched the tv show but did not play the game i know i don't i had a game boy but i never played the game like my brother did but i didn't so sometimes i feel like a fraud but i collected cards for a long time and i watched the tv show a little bit I'm not gonna lie I didn't watch tv show that much either because my mom thought it was the devil <laughs> I collected Yu-Gi-Oh cards oh my god I was into Digimon for a hot second too <laughs> I had a whole book damn I had three of the god cards yeah I had a bunch of Pokemon cards and then I gave them to my brother and I was like I'm gonna keep the cute ones and cut them out and he yelled at me so I was like fine you can just keep them all <laughs> Yeah, you'd be looking at that like now and be like, why did I do that? I Damn. He's glad I didn't. Right. I am still a very avid Pokemon Go player, though. <laughs> I love Pokemon Go. Every time I go for a walk, I'm like, time to catch my Pokemon. Love that. That's cool. I sh- that sounds fun. Do it. I need a friend that plays because to complete this one challenge, I need to trade three Pokemon with a friend, but you can only do it in person. Ooh, like if you're right next to each other. So I keep telling my partner to download it. I'm like, please help me get this challenge completed. Please. Okay. All right. Next time I see you, I'll have it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Favorite tattoo? I don't know. Honestly. It's hard for me too. I love so many of mine I don't know one that sticks out I guess to me is because I didn't have a very clear vision for it so it's based off a song by my favorite band the wonder years and the song is called the ocean grew hands to hold me and it's like probably the most underrated song I think it's so good makes me cry every time I listen to it so I told my tattoo artist, I was like, look, this is the name of the song. I want a tattoo that looks something like that, but I don't want to look like just hands coming out of the ocean, like something really stupid. So I had this really cute tattoo of like these hand holding hands and the oceans in the background. It's in the shape of a heart because my appointment happened to be on Valentine's Day. So she was like, can I put in a heart for you? And I said, yes, but 
I love it. I love it so much. Like I think the heart just made it me love it even more. It's so cute. I love all your tattoos. I really like your lady holding a chicken too. That one's my Nana because she loved chicken. So that's how I imagine her in heaven. If there is a heaven right now, just a little angel baby chilling with her chickens. That's really sweet. I love that. I know most of my tattoos don't have meaning, but like I have a few band ones and then that chicken one is my Nana. Yeah. Then I have like this glow globe and a rose and people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, fucking nothing. It just looks cool. (laughs) Was it flash or did you come up with it? Uh, it was flash. Yeah. Flash well, is easier. I like Flash. I can't remember actually because I remember I was looking through his his book and I was like, I like this, I like this, and I like this. So I think he kind of just like did something out of that. <laughs> That's cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I love Flash. I love not having to think about it. I know. I'm not original usually. Like the one I'm getting in a, in a bit I thought of and like I think that's cool. I'm excited about that. But like I usually like to just fucking pick one out or, or like have kind of something like an idea. Um yeah. I know that's why I have ones for my band and like the band I like and I feel like that's like the only ones I really like kind of designed by myself (laughs) kind of had an idea for sorry I keep interrupting you (laughs) no no, you're good um I don't know what my favorite is I really like my perfume bottle and I really like my cupies in the heart like the valentine heart Mm -hmm. those are probably but then I also really like my moon tarot those are probably my my top three. Say I do love all your tattoos. I love that perfume bottle. It made me want to get a perfume bottle tattoo. <laughs> I love it so much. I wanted one for so long and I was so psyched when I finally got it. Like the pinks and the purples in it are just like so fucking perfect. But honestly, like other than one I have on my upper arm near my armpit, it was probably my most painful one just because like I, you like there just it wasn't much like fat there. It's like all where is it again? Is it it's on my perfume okay. bottles on like the top of my thigh okay um and it just like it, it was like a, it's it's I think my biggest tattoo so it just like took a really long time like three and a half four hours and just like yeah. I really like that tattoo artist but, like he couldn't even make it fun like it just hurt so bad like I couldn't even talk or anything it fucking suck yeah. oh you know I have two big ones on the top of my thighs the one the artist that did the black and white one she is so gentle and it was so easy flew by so when I got the globe I was like oh this will be same thing he had me starting sitting up which was just not comfortable like I I need to be laying down um so I got really dizzy really fast because also he is significantly like rougher than the person that did my other leg was and I was like you're like digging into my thigh right now and I'm sitting up I was like I yeah I think I lasted like 20 minutes and I was like I need to lay down <laughs> yeah ladies did the rest of it really me laying down. what ladies I feel like are usually more delicate too mm-hmm. like I've been tattooed I think by 50 50 men and women now and my experience has usually been that they are a little more like oh do you want a pillow like are you okay do you want to take a break and I just like sometimes that's kind of nice you know yeah yeah Yeah. now that you say that yeah every single like woman tattooer that I know has been much gentler (laughs) doesn't hurt as much usually Mm -hmm. there are a few there are a few male tattoo artists I have that I like but like yeah usually a little a little nicer about it <laughs> um <laughs> all right we got a little off topic but that's okay we're talking about tattoos still it's fine they're learning about us 
Um, how has sex work affected your personal relationships with friends or family? Um, I think the biggest thing is that like, for me personally, I'm not like out to my parents. Um, and that, that's not necessarily the biggest thing, but in terms of family, it's kind of hard to keep a huge part of my life from them in that sense, just because like my parents are kind of involved in my life right now. Um, we just like are pretty close. Um, so that just like is weird and just like, I know their reaction wouldn't be great if they found out. So kind of like having to deal with that is sometimes hard. Um, having problems that people don't really understand, um, can be hard sometimes. Like, you know, that's why like having Nixie as my best friend is so great just because like, we really understand each other and like, I can vent to her and she can vent to me and like, it's really great. But like, you know, my boyfriend doesn't understand some of the things I deal with. My friends who aren't sex workers don't necessarily understand some of the things I deal with. And like, it feels weird to want to talk to them about those issues just because I don't think they'll necessarily get them or they'll think I'm complaining about nothing. Um, and then also on the other side of it, there are people who have been a little judgmental when I've told them, or they have kind of on the other side of the spectrum, like really like yossified what I do, you know, yeah. and just like really think it's this awesome, like girl boss, queen, pussy bitch shit that like <laughs> makes me feel like I'm something I'm not. And like, that's kind of weird at times, you know, and like, it feels great to get that support from people, but not sometimes in a way that's like, oh, like your life must be so perfect and awesome and amazing and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, like, bitch, my life fucking sucks sometimes. And like, also just people asking you for free advice about the job. Um, yeah. My relationship has honestly not changed as much as I thought it would. My boyfriend is a really understanding man for the most part when it comes to that. Like, yeah, we've had fights about it here and there because it's a lot to take in and get used to, I think, at times. And like, I think a lot of it has been about like sometimes when my content gets leaked or when we, you know, have issues, like think someone we know might know or something like that. Like, but he's, I think, really broken through that patriarchal bullshit, you know, and mm -hmm. really accepted what I do and is really proud of what I do. So I'm happy about that. Nice. Yeah. Um, kind of similar. Like I, my parents don't know. I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, I don't like care if they know. I just, it is easier for me to not tell them, <laughs> but I like, feel like one day I like want to, but I just know it's probably not going to go over well. So, but we already have a strained relationship. So at the same time, like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very on the fence about telling them clearly, but, um, my brother, I just wish that I could, you know, like, I just yeah. feel like it'd be easier. Right. Like I tell them I'm a social media assistant, which isn't wrong. Like I do also do that. Yeah. But I feel like I tell them a lot of aspects to the assisting that is not real. I'm like, yeah, I do this and this. And no, I don't. <laughs> I do engagement groups. <laughs> yeah. Um, my brother knows obviously like not the details because he's my brother but like I just told him that I did it and I had it and I have him blocked on everything I can but I mostly just told him because I don't really know his porn habits so I was like if you go digging in places just be aware yeah <laughs> it's the it's the nice thing to do you know yeah so 
yeah, there's that. My friends, I really don't think it really impacted anything with my friends. I mean, all of them were just like, you do you, whatever works best for you. Um, but kind of like what you said, like, it's just hard to talk to them about things when they don't get it. And I think that's definitely why you and I got so close too, because you're right. You and I talk about everything because we understand it. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, I just know there, there will be some days where I'm crying about something to a friend or my partner and like, no one fucking gets it. And then I text you and you're immediately just like, you tell me what I need to hear. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, there we go. You know, like, and I like, it's like with any work friend, you know, I feel like I've had work friends that I've gotten so close with just because you bond over the job. I think we'd be mm-hmm. friends. Even, like, you know, I think we're friends because of other stuff too. Now at this point, oh, yeah. like, this is really what brought us together just because like, yeah, no one else is going to understand when you're upset about a bitchy subscriber or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, I think it's kind of cool that I have a few IRL friends for lack of a better term but some friends that I knew like before sex work and our friends from college that listen to the podcast shout out hi I love you yeah Um, thank you and they have told me though like how much more they've learned about my job from this podcast and I think that's really cool to like because sex work is so like ambiguous sometimes like I feel like no one truly understands the inner workings of what you do until you do it (laughs) yeah and it also just like is nice to know that like people are interested and want to learn more yeah. about what we do and stuff and like yeah it's I do love cool that. you know yeah mm-hmm. and my it just first... no you go first no you go um, I was gonna get into my relationship so um <laughs> it also oh um sometimes I feel like it's like hard for me to like just go off to like friends who aren't sex workers about like what I do and everything so it is kind of nice to have this medium to be like this is exactly how I feel. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much details they want sometimes. Cause sometimes yeah. it's a lot. Sometimes yeah. you got some whole picture of a penis and be like, look at what the fuck I just got. <laughs> that is my favorite thing about my relationship. Some nights is like sitting next to him in bed and being like, Hey, you want to see a fucked up dick that got sent in the group chat? <laughs> I do do that with my partner sometimes too. And he'll always like sigh be like, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> for him yesterday I showed him that video that Lex sent of the dildo that was like three feet long and you can see it in her stomach and when it got that part he literally like hit my phone out of my hand (laughs) no get it away from me I watch such intense porn sometimes that that's like not the first time I've seen something like that but it definitely definitely was like whoa that's a lot um personal relationship like my dating life like I mean we want to do a whole episode on dating so I won't talk about like the beginning workings of it but like I feel like it was kind of hard for him to understand at first like what I do and like what really it entails and it was also hard because I didn't know like how much he wanted to know like obviously I can talk about it all day long but like I, at the beginning, I think there were some things I would talk about that made him uncomfortable. Like, I know when I first told him about girlfriend experience, he was like kind of weird about that. He was like, but you're my girlfriend. And I'm like, I know, but it's all, it's an experience. <laughs> Fantasy. 
Um, but he actually kind of got more into it in January, this past January, he got really into using his Twitter because he was, at first he said it was because it'll help you grow your audience too. Like if I'm posting videos of us and doing my own stuff, but I think he's in really into it himself now too. And honestly, I feel like it's brought us closer together because he really understands like a lot of it now. Like now that he does it, he really gets what I do all the time and how annoying like people DMing you randomly can be and stuff like that. So I think it brought my personal relationship stronger. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Favorite dinosaur. I really love the long neck boys like Apatosaurus, Bronchiosaurus. I don't really know the differences between the two, honestly. But name of the first one? Apatosaurus and Bronchiosaurus, I believe. Those are the two long neck boys. There might be more long neck boys. I don't know. But I I think it's funny because my favorite animal is a giraffe. So like I don't know something about long necks. I really like, I guess. <laughs> that is funny. Um, I love Littlefoot and Lamb Four Time. Maybe that's it. I secretly just fell in love with Littlefoot. Those were like the movies that I first like loved as a child. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, I love. You know, they had like thirteen or fourteen of them. My brother had them all. (laughs) I watched like the first eight. I think I don't even remember how many I watched because it was like my brother's thing for a long time. Yeah, like he got more into it than I did. Which is funny because now I love dinosaurs. They're so cool. They're so cool. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Favorite one. I think that stegosauruses are really cool. Honestly, I really like like the spiny mm-hmm. stuff that they have, the tails and everything. I don't know. Like something like that just like does not fucking exist at all. Like nowadays, right? you know, just like dinosaurs in general. Like all we have are chickens. Like <laughs> lame. I don't know. If they were bigger, that'd be cool. Would you rather have a little T-Rex or like a T-Rex sized chicken? What would you rather fight? A little T-Rex. Yeah, you could step on it. Or even if it's like a little bigger, like it's still, if you want something like anything T-Rex size, is going to be terrifying to me. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> Do we think the chicken would be gl- good or bloodthirsty too? That's the oh, big Oh, it thing. would be knocking down houses left and right. <laughs> I think of the big red hen from Dora. (laughs) That's what comes to mind. Um, What's your favorite candy? I don't know. I'm a real like chocolate person. So like anything chocolate. Like I know that's not even a candy. So I don't know if that counts. I feel like it's like like Twizzlers. Twizzlers are fucking good. Um, but yeah, I'm a big chocolate person. Like going to the movie theater, I always get like chocolate covered cookie dough bites or the fucking snow caps, which are literally just chocolate chips, but they're so good. Snow caps are good. Chocolate's good. I don't know. I, I think that counts. I really like anything sour. Like the sour, more sour the candy is, the better. Like I want my teeth to fucking hurt after. I don't know. Like I love <laughs> it. Not really. Like not actually. Okay, but pain slut. I actually <laughs> But yeah, like I like a mean Moorhead or Sour Patch Kids or all that. Um, I've been really into these like Jolly Rancher gummies that they make now. Ooh. Those are really fucking good. Um, and then I really like chocolate covered pretzels. Mm, those are so good. Right. 
Mm-hmm. I've bought, I've been buying the s'mores trail mix. I love the one from Aldi's more, but I know it's not really like candy or anything, but it's just a trail mix with like marshmallows and chocolate in it. It's so good. They have one of those at Target that I like. Yeah. Oh, I got the Target one too. And I'm not gonna lie. I did not like it as much as the Aldi's one. The Aldi's one is superior. That's good to know. I do. I, we have an Aldi's right near us and I never go to it. Aldi's is our go-to place. Are you playing set music during sex? And if yes, what's on your playlist? No, not usually. We don't usually have anything going on. We just go upstairs, do what we do, and then come back downstairs and continue watching TV. <laughs> I like it. Um, it kind of depends if it's like a special... I don't know if we're like spending all day building up to it or whatever. We're on vacation. We might put music on. I don't know. We I like to fuck the typo negative. That's what we usually put on because uh, I'm nasty. Um, I'm nasty. But or just like something kind of easy like Alex G or like something like that. I don't know. Something that's like mm-hmm. you can really just zone out and relax too. I really like um um, but then if I have had a little drink and I'm having like some drunk sloppy sex, I need like <laughs> some 2000s pop or some rap music, I think. It all depends on the mood. <laughs> I love that. I do. I don't do it enough. I think it kind of has to be a, a special situation, but I do like to play sex on or music during sex on occasion. Usually if I play music, it's just like, while well, I'm filming by myself, not yeah. during sex. And so usually yeah. some like pop punk emo bullshit. <laughs> I do that so my neighbors like won't hear me making noises. I feel like usually. I did that when I lived in an apartment. Definitely. Now that we have a house, I'm like, I can be as loud as I want. I love that for you. How? Nope. Already did that one. <laughs> do you get tired of having sex away from work? Like having sex, not for not recording. I guess it depends. The short answer is usually no. Um, Usually it doesn't. I mean, it definitely is a factor, but it's not like a huge factor. um, I'd say like, I don't think I'm having any more or less sex than when I started my relationship. Um, I do think that there are some days if I have been recording a lot um, and I have been using my vagina or like my other holes a lot I don't know um, or just like doing a lot of physical activity like that and having to put myself in a sexualized manner and position I might not necessarily want to have sex later with another human being that night after having to have sex with myself all day um so (laughs) I think that that thing definitely exists but like not just in general you know I don't know So I think mostly no, like overall, it hasn't affected us. I mean, kind of like what you said, like if I'm making content all day, then sometimes I'm not really in the mood to do personal, like as much because I usually make my content in batches anyway. So it's really only like some days I'm like, "Mm, not today. Thanks. Yeah. And that's like the same in any relationship. You know what I mean? There are some days where you're just not feeling it. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I guess not really, which I'm thankful for because I know that's not always the case for everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Happy that we still 
keep it spiced up, you know? I think sometimes we're both too tired from working too much to have sex. Yeah. So I guess that is kind of sex work impacting it, but like not in the way you would think, I guess. That's true. <laughs> what do you like to do in your free time that isn't porn? Oh my God. What free time? Right. <laughs> um, I play a lot of Animal Crossing. I know I've said that more than once on here. <laughs> I play Animal Crossing. I watch a lot of TV. I go to a lot of concerts when I can afford it and it fits in my schedule. (laughs) I don't know. That's kind of it. I'm a journal bitch. I love journaling and like making my little planners and schedules. I like that. Um, I really like to be outside. I like to go walking outside or like go on hikes or like go to like some sort of sightseeing destination um I really like to read about like history and weird oddity stuff um just like learning about that type of stuff like watching weird ass YouTube videos about it um and I like to bartend like I'm a bartender like by trade so I bartend a few nights a week and that's really fun um it's kind of like a craft that I can hone and do fun stuff with I'd like to like one day have like a big cool bar in my place um but also I don't like want to be a huge drinker when I'm older so I don't know we'll see about that um but yeah I do really like bartending and I like to do makeup I think makeup is very fun and like fashion I love that. I forgot to also mention, I'm trying really hard to get more into photography and do more of that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I'm so busy doing photography for myself sometimes. That's the issue is that like we do work so hard that I think sometimes like I forget to like prioritize the things Mm -hmm. that I enjoy that aren't related to work. Um, I definitely need to be better about that. Or be like, I am a person that doesn't just do fucking myself all day exactly like I have hobbies and interests that are outside of that it's definitely Mm -hmm. a goal of mine like after my birthday recently like trying to just do things I enjoy more because like yeah it's really important or else you go crazy yeah definitely okay can I ask this one too just because it's really sweet what are our favorite memories with each other I know. Oh um, I don't even know. Too I mean, it was really fun. The big collab trip we went on. I had a really good time doing that with you. It was nice to have someone to say, talk with. Yeah, going on a trip with someone really connects you. So, like, we that was so much fun. Yeah, we really bonded. Like, just even being like on the in the airport and like on the plane and figuring that all out and just like, I don't know. I really love just like FaceTiming and dishing with you. It's fun too. Yes, me yeah. too. I know. I love that this podcast has made us like forced us to talk every week but I love it so much (laughs) yeah and now we like a couple days I feel like a couple days a week we try to make an effort at least Mm -hmm. or like once or twice and I I like that I don't know yeah the trip was really fun though I liked traveling with you it was fun I like traveling with you let's go more trips let's do it let's go somewhere cool um that would actually be so fun yeah on air (laughs) we're gonna do it yeah all right. So yeah, the trip. The trip was fun. Mm-hmm. Yes, agree. Um, what is your favorite part about sex work and what is your least favorite part? Oh, that's a good one. 
My favorite part about sex work, I would say, is the freedom it has given me um, and the the mental stability it's helped me achieve a little bit. Um, being able to be in charge of myself has really been good for me. And I've been able to create a routine that works for me. Routine is really important to me to like be successful. Um, and it's allowed me to kind of like depend on myself and work for myself in a way that I never have before. Um, and express myself in a way that I never have before. So that's probably the, the best thing about it. And what I like most about it is just how much it's done for me and like transformed me into the person that I am. And like, I really love that. I think the least favorite thing is how stressful it can be um, when it comes to how much I'm working, how much I have to commit, and also just the way that I'm perceived by everybody um, is hard sometimes too. Like Mm -hmm. whether it's my friends, my partner, a lot of times it's my customers dealing with that and everything um, and how I perceive myself. So yeah, probably just perception-y stress-related things. And the instability of it is hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think kind of the same as you. Like, my favorite part is the freedom it's given me, like, to actually be able to quit my regular job and just do this is, like, so much nicer for my mental health, even though I'm working 24-7. But <laughs> it's just so much nicer not have to, like, report to anyone or like have anyone tell me what to do and like I just know what I need to do to get my work done yeah sorry I'm noticing my camera bounce so much because it's on my lap (laughs) um my least favorite part probably just like trolls yeah the dms honestly they just get so annoying the trolls are hard. Like they just, because they literally like, there's just nothing you can do about it. Like people are just fucking shitty. And I think like in that regard, like just sometimes it bums me out because it makes me remember that like there are, I like, I'm like a, everyone is good at heart type ass bitch. And like, that's not how the world is. (laughs) And like, when I'm reminded of that, it's a huge bummer for me. And it like, kind of makes me sad that like, people like that get to just like do whatever the fuck they want. And there are no repercussions for being hateful online. Um, Yeah. So that's hard. Fuck the trolls though. Yeah. That's definitely how I feel. Yeah. And probably one of my other least favorite parts, I guess, is just like how much I work. Yeah. (laughs) Like I, hopefully one day it will balance out a little bit more. I mean, I have definitely been like earning more the last few months than I was even just like six months ago. So I'm definitely growing. And as I grow, it's helping me more and more and soon I'll feel less stressed about it and hopefully be able to work a little bit less. (laughs) That would be great. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is definitely. Yeah. You, you definitely wish you you knew more before you get into yeah. it, I feel. Like, I, hey, that's why we're making the podcast. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely wish. Like, I wouldn't change it for anything, but they, there are things you wish you had known before that you kind of trial and error figure out and, like, you realize it is just more of, like, a real job than anything else. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's a good thing, too, you know, to ground mm-hmm. you.
uh, what Hogwarts house would you be in? Technically, my Pottermore said Gryffindor, but I know at heart I am a Ravenclaw. Yeah, I'm I'm a Gryffindor ass bitch. I jump <laughs> in head first. Don't ask questions. All on feelings. Do not think it through. Like I think it through and I know better, and I still don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> And I like, yeah, definitely a dumbass Gryffindor. <laughs> I just know that. Right. Some days I feel like I'm more of a Slytherin, though. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just because that's the quote unquote cool one. <laughs> right. You are cool. I don't know. And you're like, you're to your talent. You got that business mindset and everything sometimes. Sometimes I try. In a good way. All right. I think that was actually all the ones I had. I have a few other ones. Thanks right. to my partner spewing a bunch at us. I feel like we've answered a decent amount already, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, and people are always welcome to ask us more questions, like, in the future. Yeah. And, stuff, and we'll just answer them on air, like, during the say, I would love to do another Q&A episode. Yeah. Just, like, send them whenever. Yeah, <laughs> we can just, like, set up a, an Instagram highlight and save it for when we have, like, 20. Also true. Yep. Very smart. Nice um i only have a few more so there's not very many um what's a topic that you would love to do one day for the podcast Ooh, i think i would really love to do um like the history and the correlation and intertwinings between sex work and like leftist labor um you know stuff like that like Mm -hmm whether it's like movements that have been done, like how they're related, how like you can't have one without the other pretty much, like just how a lot of like labor unionization stuff has like been built on sex workers and like just that whole, that whole market area I think would be really cool. Sounds super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the way that like that's evolved and like looked through the years and like, yeah, because it's like, a really important thing i don't know sex mm-hmm. work and like union workers rights all of that were the ones that revolutionized that because it is such an unmoderated work force work area i don't know like people obviously like aren't really in charge of it on like a grand scale like other jobs are so like we kind of do have to govern ourselves in some regards with like the workforce like rights and everything so just like that yeah. all and like just the way that like a lot of the people that stick up for workers' rights outside of that usually fucking are sex workers and like how hard they they stand up for leftist rights and everything is like really cool. So just like how that's all related would be a cool topic. I do. I like that. It just sounds like a lot of research, but I am definitely down. I can be in charge of that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the, yeah. It definitely sounds super cool. I love it. Um, honestly, I got, I came up with this question but I didn't even think about an answer (laughs) um I think one thing that would be super interesting is like I think it would be kind of cool to do like a fat phobia episode and just like go in even more about like the differences on how like fat people and the people of stereotypical beauty norms are like compared and like how that impacts them like 
what's it called? Like how much they work. Like I'm sure we work just as hard, but like the differences and how much we're actually making in comparison yeah. and stuff. That also is going to be a lot of research and work, <laughs> but I think it would be cool to do. I think that'd be a really cool one to do. Yeah. I think that's a great topic idea. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. I liked that one. I think that's, that was a good amount. I don't know. I think that was a little, a little glimpse into who we are, how we feel, not just about like sex work related things, but just stuff about us a little bit of both. Um, hopefully, you know, if you wanted to learn a little bit more about us, you did. And, uh, next week it'll inspire, it'll inspire new questions for another episode. Yeah. And we'll be back to a, 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 just a traditional topic next week. Yes. We don't know what yet. (laughs) We're going to talk about it. Um, and we also just wanted to let you know uh, that you should definitely go on the hornystoner.com and buy some cool ass shit. Um, shout out to my friend who bought something recently and told me about it. It just like really means a lot when the people we know support us, even not in a monetary way, even if it's just listening and reviewing and all of that. So like, we love you guys and we really appreciate you. Make sure you use our discount code Amateur Spice for 10% off. Yes. Yeah. Like Eve just said, like buying stuff is great, but if you can't buy stuff, there's so many ways you can help us for free, like following us wherever you're listening, rating, reviewing, all of that good stuff. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Where can we find you, Nixie? Um, you can find me at, at Nixie Knight on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And my OnlyFans is NaughtyNixie.com. Hell yeah. Um, you can find my Twitter and Instagram is messy X bangs, M E S S Y X B A N G S. My TikTok is sexy shouter 69. And my OnlyFans is onlyfans.com slash moonbaby X 44. Um, thank you guys. Our Instagram is amateur spice too. If you want to follow it. Yeah. 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 Follow, follow that. That's important. We always forget to plug our pod Instagram, but yeah, follow our pod Instagram. It's in both our bio. So they'll they'll see it if they check us out. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you guys. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.